And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every week, as we always are, Saturday and Sunday, 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And our primary reason for being here is for you. We want to share information with you, give you better ideas on how you can have a healthier, more vital life, a quality of life. Not necessarily that you're going to live forever. I don't think anyone will ever get to that point. But anyway, when we live, no matter how long we live, let's try to live a quality of life that allows you to do everything you want to do until God calls us home. So we're going to talk about a lot of topics today that I think will give you ideas how to have a happier, healthier life. And we are here always on TerryTalksNutrition.com, which is our website. And on our website, you can visit us on our radio show. You can listen to past radio shows that are in the archive section of the radio show section. And you can also sign up for our newsletter, that we send out every Friday. You can also read the past newsletters for more information for your health. We also want you to know that anybody around the world can join us. If you have relatives or friends outside of the local listening area in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in the USA, they can listen to us by going to the radio show section and click on live. Of course, they have to adjust their times wherever they are to be on the same time we are here in the Green Bay market. Central Standard Time. But listen at your convenience anytime to bring more healthy information your way. And also, too, you know, we meet an hour on Saturday, we meet an hour on Sunday. But I've written a number of books this year. By the end of the year, I'll have written 10 books. So far, I have seven or eight done. I've got a couple to go yet. But they are on time and on track to be done by the end of the year. And next year, in the spring of the year, I'm coming out with a new, large, advanced book on my lifestyle choices. How I think we should live to be healthy with recipes and diet, exercise, all kinds of good things that if you choose to have a healthy lifestyle, I hope that my book will bring that to you. But all my books are available at terrytalksnutrition.com on Amazon and many health food stores across the country. So you can find a variety of places to find my books. They'll help you understand more about a variety of conditions, such as why we would want to use andrographis, or grapeseed extract, or melatonin, or how we can reduce anxiety and stress, and why would we want to use 
red ginseng. All those books will answer that and more. And today we're going to talk about our featured topic, the natural relief for stress and anxiety. And you know, Google keeps track of all the search ideas. But on Google's most search health questions, it isn't always about COVID-19. What is Google's second most health searched question? And then if you want to have a medicine that you can drink that will improve your heart and liver, we'll bring that to you too during the show. And a closer look at the B vitamins. B like in boy. And what is one of the comments, common rather, what is one of the common adverse effects or side effects of sitting all day? You may think circulation or heart disease, but it might surprise you. And reduce your risk of heart disease by eating more fat. And avoid the workout hangover. Well, we have so many things to talk about today that we'll never get through all of it anyway. But then I have a lot more to talk to you about tomorrow and the future shows. So we're way ahead of schedule. So let's talk about how to reduce anxiety, and stress. And do you believe this past year and a half, two years, has added more stress to your life? Are you more anxious? Well, I believe all the things that are going on in this country would give anybody a few anxious moments Not only do we have enough anxious moments that occur in our life on a daily basis, but now I think we have gone up to the highest peak you can imagine in terms of stress and anxiety. Americans really are anxious. Anxiety is the most common mental disorder in the United States. Even more common than depression. And it's no wonder that the anti-anxiety drug Xanax just get this the drug Xanax is the number one psychiatric drug in America. Almost 50 million prescriptions are written annually for this drug. Now, the most major side effect of this drug, and do you really need a drug to reduce anxiety? There's a lot of ways we can reduce anxious moments, 
without resorting to a drug. Now, I'm not telling you not to take a drug. I'm not telling you not to take Xanax if your doctor prescribes it for you. But do you really need it? One of the major side effects on these drugs, Valium, Xanax, is that if you've used the drug for 184 days, either periodically, that it will add up to 184 days, or all 884 days in a row. But 184 days is enough damage to your brain cells that the person using Xanax will be almost assured like up to 90% risk of then having Alzheimer's disease. You see why I'm against drugs? When I think there are a number of natural alternatives that are far more effective than drugs and don't come with any side effects. And if the side effects, and if there are any side effects, they're so mild, you know, maybe an upset stomach, maybe constipation, maybe diarrhea, or something like that, but my, that's minor. But when you say, if you take this drug for 184 days, it's pretty much assured you're going to have Alzheimer's disease because it's damaging that many brain cells. That's what one of the studies shows. Amazing. Why would anyone want to take Xanax? And there are 50 million prescriptions written annually for this drug. And it comes with many side effects besides the major one, of increasing the risk of Alzheimer's disease by 90%. Not 9%, 90, 90. But the more common side effects, drowsiness, dizziness, insomnia, memory problems, already starting, poor balance or coordination, Slurred speech, trouble concentrating, irritability. Now, those are the more common ones, but less common. Diarrhea, sweating, headache, nausea, blurred vision, and appetite changes. But there is really very effective, safe relief for anxiety. Safe. No side effects. No adverse events. And the new study results on this natural alternative is on a herb, natural herb, that is very safe to take and for, and for many people listening to the show, will recognize the name of the herb. And the herb is Echinacea. Now, all plants have hundreds, if not thousands, of molecules. A drug only has one molecule 
of activity. One major main molecule that affects one pathway in the body. So it has one target where herbs have all kinds of molecules that affect major and many pathways all at the same time. So now this is echinacea. And no, this is not for cold and flu. Yes, certain portions of echinacea and gustafolia have an effect on cold and flu. But that's based on a group of compounds in echinacea called polysaccharides that will prevent and reverse shorten the duration and the severity of a cold. But that is a form of echinacea that is standardized for the polysaccharides. Now, when you take the same plant and you standardize it for a group of compounds called echinacea, excuse me, alchemides, these alchemides attach to the receptors in the brain, in the cellular structure of the brain, and reduces anxiety. It's the same herb, but different part of that herb has an effect on the brain at a very, very low dose, like 20 milligrams or 40 milligrams, two or three times a day. Where if you're going to use it for a coal, it's standardized for the polysaccharides, and you would use 250 to 500 milligrams two or three times a day. Same plant, different compounds from the same plant, different dosages from the same plant. So don't use any echinacea. Not any old echinacea is going to work. Oh yes, echinacea doesn't work for cold and flu. And I love it. There's some really good studies on it. But this is a different section of the plant. And from randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial, which is the the gold standard for studies on 62 healthy adults with high levels of anxiety. Half of these adults in the study received a unique extract of echinacea standardized for the alchemides 40 milligrams twice a day. Half received a placebo every day for seven days. Seven days. Each subject of the study took a standardized assessment test which is called the State Trait Anxiety Inventory. That's the name of the study. It's an assessment study of how you feel emotionally. To measure their anxiety levels at the beginning, at the end of the study, And the results of the study. The average anxiety score declined by almost 20% on day 7 of the trial for the echinacea group versus only a 7, excuse me, only a 5% decline 
for the placebo group in seven days. The echinacea group also saw twice the reduction in stress levels versus the placebo group. And zero adverse effects or side effects were reported while taking the echinacea anti-anxiety herbal preparation. So the researchers in Budapest, Hungary, there are two top scientists that worked in the Hungarian Academy of Sciences in Budapest. I've been there a half a dozen of times, visiting them, going over their studies, listening to their lectures, and just learning more about this very unique Echinacea species. Actually, they scanned over 300 different herbs looking for a group of compounds called the alchemides that could affect brain cells and reduce the excitement of these cells and reduce anxiety and stress. Now, these researchers specifically identified this unique echinacea species, containing the right type and the right amount of compounds called the alchemides at the right dosage to significantly reduce anxiety. Now these alchemides are very similar to cannabinoids and they bind to the receptors the cannabinoid receptors in the brain, it's an area of the brain that regulates anxiety. Safe and effective. No significant side effects. None were reported in multiple clinical trials. And the effects may be noticed in just the first day of use. 40 to 80 milligrams daily. So you may find a 20 milligram tablet and you would take one or two tablets twice daily. Highly effective and very safe. Reducing anxiety. Even if you were to fly someplace and you dread flying. You have fear of flying. But it required you to fly. There was no excuse. Or you may be required to give a presentation. Or there's very, very, there, there may be a moment that you have to comply with something that makes you extremely nervous, stressed out, burned out. But you had to do it even by taking one or two tablets an hour or two before the event, would allow you to go through that event much more comfortably and peacefully. You won't have the anxiety or the stress level that you might experience without. Also, this is great for kids. I talked to the top research neuroscientist 
in Budapest, I said, what about kids? What have you learned about the amount that children could use? And they said one or two, twice a day, for children over the age of four. Look at all these kids that go to school. Are they anxious? Are there things going on in their lives that makes them more fearful of going to school? And even in, in dogs. Dogs are excited. Fireworks, thunder, just going to the groomers, going to the vet. There is times in our lives, whether, whether it's a, an animal or a human, there's anxiety to deal with. And this very special form of echinacea has a huge effect on reducing stress and anxiety. Now I asked you in the beginning of the program, Google's most searched health questions and usually the number of one question today is about COVID-19. But what is the most searched question that isn't about COVID-19? What do you think it would be? Well, the second most searched health question on Google, on Google is how to lower blood pressure. And here's my answer. A combination of olive leaf extract and grapeseed extract. Olive leaf and grapeseed. A study of 16 studies. So it's called a meta-analysis. M-E-T-A. Meta-analysis. So some researchers took the 16 previous trials and reviewed those 16 trials to come up with one conclusion based on the 16 trials. And based on the 16 trials on grapeseed extract in over 800 patients confirmed that grapeseed is as effective at reducing blood pressure levels as drugs without significant adverse effects. They found in a study of identical twins with borderline high blood pressure, so they separated the twins. And one of the twins, one of the pair of the twins, received an olive leaf extract while their twin was not treated. The result was that the twins receiving the olive leaf extract saw a reduction of up to 13 points in systolic blood pressure. That's the number above. That's the 120, 130, 145. They saw a reduction, a 13-point reduction in systolic and five points in the diastolic. That's the number underneath, the lower number. And while the twins 
in the placebo group saw no reduction. So what kind of formula should you be thinking about, looking for? So here's what I would look for, my recommendation. To lower blood pressure, a high-quality 500 milligram olive leaf extract and a 100 milligram of tannin-free French grapeseed. That combination, both the grapeseed extract and the olive leaf extract together, so that gives you a combination of 600 milligrams, 500 of the olive leaf, 100 of the grapeseed, and you take that twice a day. That'll give you reports that equal blood pressure medication. But always talk to your doctor. High blood pressure is a serious condition. If you're going to use an alternative medicine such as the olive leaf extract and the grapeseed extract, you'll have to give yourself at least three months. Even any medication would require three months to regulate the blood pressure. Talk to your doctor. Now, I'm almost going to need for a break, and I don't want to really get into another subject before the break because it leaves too much on the table by the time we come back off the break and start talking about the same subject. So we have about a minute and a half, but really what I really want to remind you that all these alternative medicines have to be of high quality. You can buy olive leaf extract in all kinds of extracts, all kinds of quality, and the same with grapeseed extract. Not all grapeseed extract is the same. Not all olive leaf extract is the same. So make sure that you buy a trusted brand of products when you're looking for really high-quality results. You can't get high-quality results with a cheap, inferior, low-grade, low-quality product. Now, I know everybody wants to save money, and I don't blame you. But you have to realize that the most expensive product you buy, regardless of price, is the product that doesn't work. So you, no matter what you spent, it was wasted because it didn't work. You want medicines that work. So you have to buy products from a trusted brand to make sure those products work. So we're going to take a break here. We'll come back right here on TerryTalksNutrition.com. I'm Terry Naturally, back right after these breaks. And welcome back, my friends. I just had a sip of coffee during the break. I usually try to drink about three or four cups of coffee a day. And we have learned many, for many, many years that coffee drinking was bad for us. And we should avoid it. Now, I don't want you to take up coffee drinking if you don't like coffee and if you don't drink coffee now. Don't start if you haven't started already. 
I'm not asking you to start drinking coffee. But it is a healthy drink, more so than people ever thought before. It's some of the best medicine, get this, the best medicine for your heart and liver. Coffee. Would you ever think of that? And it's based on three cups a day for a healthier heart. One of the largest study ever conducted on the effects of coffee intake on heart function. It was a study that lasted 11 years and gathered data from over 450,000 people that were in the study who reported their daily coffee consumption. So they made a summary of everything they drank in terms of coffee, two cups, three cups, whatever they drank for the day. And this was all collected over a period of 11 years. So it's a really, really long study. So that gives you a really confidence of the results of the study. And with 450,000 subjects, people. So the results of this now, those that drank three cups a day versus no coffee. So it was split. Some had no coffee whatsoever and the other portion was drinking three cups on an average. So drinking up to three cups of coffee daily was linked to a healthier size size and better functioning heart as well as liver. Coffee beans have a very high level of antioxidants. So we're just showing you a study on coffee. But for those non-coffee drinkers, that means you don't drink coffee or don't want to drink coffee, don't like coffee. So how do you get these results? Well, there are a couple of herbs that are in the same category as coffee. One is French grapeseed extract. The second one is curcumin. And they give the same kinds of results as drinking three cups of coffee. Now the results showed that there were a 12% lower risk of dying from any cause. Not just disease from the heart or the liver, but just lowers dying. And a 17% reduced risk of heart disease and a 21% lower risk of stroke. I always say food is your best medicine. This is another example that food can have an effect even beyond the effects of medications or drugs.
Now, what does three cups of coffee do for your healthy heart? Oh, excuse me, liver. We reported on the results for a healthy heart. What about a healthier liver? And we know that we have a very large epidemic on fatty liver disease. It's called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Years ago, alcoholics always were plagued with liver disease to the point where they had cirrhosis of the liver and liver cancer. So alcohol damaged the liver. But now today, we have something that's called food that damages the liver. And while kids did not drink alcohol years ago, or even today, they also have a high rate of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Why? Well, alcohol can damage the liver, as well as carbohydrates, starches, sugar, will damage the liver. So now we have kids. And while 18% of kids today are obese, you know that they have a fatty liver. So here's what happened to the research on healthy liver. Researchers looked at survey data from over 4,500 adults who reported on what they ate and drank and underwent tests to evaluate liver function. While there was no connection between coffee consumption and fatty liver, they did find that people who drank three or more cups of coffee a day had a more healthy liver function, had less liver stiffness, that means less elasticity, and more stiff liver tissue, is also considered unhealthy as it is. But now, if you were to drink three cups of coffee daily, and give up the carbohydrates and sugar that cause the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So it's the combination in this case to give you the best healthy functioning liver ever. The American diet today is around 400 to 500 grams of carbohydrates and sugar per day. 500 grams is a pound. So many people today are eating a pound of starch, a pound of carbohydrates, combination with sugar. That's causing the fatty liver disease today in both adults and children. And this liver stiffness can be a precursor 
to liver scarring and fibrosis. So the liver becomes non-functioning, non-functional. And this study actually builds on previous research that found that regular intake of sugar-sweetened drinks, and we give these sugar-sweetened drinks, we give to kids. It's like giving them alcohol in terms of damage to the liver. These sweetened drinks are everywhere. And they increased liver stiffness and fat deposits in the liver. It also goes for juice. Don't give your kids juice. Fruit juice. Like orange juice. Or apple juice. Give them the orange or the apple or any other fruit and have them eat it. Cut it up in little pieces. But not the juice. Most times kids and adults will eat an apple or an orange. But they'll never eat 13, 14 apples or oranges. But that is found equivalent in a glass of juice. Up to 14 oranges in a glass of juice. Think of the amount of sugar. And it doesn't make any difference where the sugar is coming from. It's still sugar. The sugar that's in the orange. The sugar that's in the apple. It's too much when it is consumed as juice. Flavored water. I'm sorry. Would be the best drink for everyone and coffee or tea but these studies are not done on tea they were done on coffee now B vitamins B like in boy here's here's a close look at the B vitamins and what the B vitamins provide for us here are some Features or characteristics of the B vitamins. They're water soluble. That means they are washed out of the body quickly. They probably last in the body four to five hours because they're water soluble. So they're carried throughout the body, but they're not stored. So they must be regularly, daily replenished. And there are a number of diseases that are caused by a deficiency of the B vitamins. So they're essential. They cannot be manufactured in the body. They must be obtained every day through the diet. Why every day? Because they're not stored. We don't have any deposits of B vitamins in the body because they're water soluble. When you drink and you urinate, the B vitamins are going out of your body faster. But they work together and individually 
to facilitate metabolic processes in the body. And these are the some benefits that you'll get from B vitamins. And this is not, I'm not making this up. I get this all from the medical textbooks. Look up B vitamins in a medical textbook and it'll give you all the benefits of the B vitamins. But nobody ever talks about nutrition today. Has Dr. Fauci ever talked about nutrition? Good God, no. And most doctors don't because they don't know anything about B vitamins. They don't know anything about health. The drug companies don't want anybody to know about health because sick people are their best customers. And if they're going to want to, you know, if you have a business, you want to be able to sell your product to more and more and more people. The drug companies want to sell their product to more and more people. So don't tell people how to be well and healthy because then you're going to lose your customers. Keep the customer dumb. Don't tell them about health and nutrition. Don't tell them about alternative medicine. Don't tell them that their health, a good, healthy lifestyle, is their birthright. And we have the ability to change. And with the B vitamins, it's involved with energy production. We get more energy from the B vitamins. Nerve conditions, like numbing and tingling of toes and feet and hands, and other nerve conditions. Blood cell formation. Brain function and mental performance, especially B6, B12, and folate. Regulation of the blood sugar levels. These are all benefits that we would all appreciate having more of. So how do you know when you need more B vitamins? Here are some warning signs of the B vitamin deficiency. So if you're not getting enough B vitamins every day, you can have a symptom crop up very quickly. Because these B vitamins have to be replenished every day. So you will find weakness and fatigue as one of the major signs of a B vitamin deficiency. Anemia, depression, trouble concentrating, inability to learn, can't concentrate, can't focus, no mental clarity, confusion and memory loss, Struggling to find the right words. In a four-year study, participants with the lowest level of vitamin B were three and a half times more likely to have a greater rate of mental decline. 
versus those subjects or participants with high levels of the B-complex vitamins. So when we are deficient, we can have numbness, tingling, strange sensations in the hands, arms, feet, and legs. And let's not leave out skin conditions, acne, dry skin, cracking and sores around the lips and in the mouth. These are all conditions caused by a lack of the B vitamins. B like in boy. Now, some of the B vitamins have a very special form that really makes the difference when we take those B vitamins in the form that we would call the biologically active form of B vitamins. And there are three. When we consume B vitamins, they go through the liver and are converted into a more active form. But there are three crucial B vitamins. B6, B12, and folate that can be manufactured in their biologically active form, converted form, so that needs no liver conversion. 30 to 50% of all people have genetic mutations that affect their ability to convert B vitamins from their food form to their active form in the body. So in a supplement, I recommend, choose the B vitamins in their active form. Vitamin B6, and it is known as pyridoxal 5-phosphate. This is commonly called P5P. Pyridoxal 5-phosphate. I would recommend about 25 milligrams daily. B12, otherwise known as methylcobalamin. Methylcobalamin is the active form of vitamin B12. If you take regular B12, cyanocobalamin, it has to be converted in the stomach with an intrinsic factor that converts B12. But this is already done for you, and it's called the methyl, M-E-T-H-Y-L, methyl cobalamin. A thousand micrograms. That's a milligram. And folate, as the methylfolate, not folic acid, folate, about 400 micrograms. This is a superior combination of the B vitamins that gives you the most active form. So, look for a combination of these three active forms of B vitamins to give you the best results. This is extremely valuable. 
All right, in the beginning of the show I said, what is a common side effect of working in a desk job? When you're not very active. When you kind of do not get enough exercise during the day. It's like saying the effects of sitting all day. What happens? Poor circulation? Well, of course. Heart disease? In many cases, yes, of course. But the consequence of sitting all day has caused millions of adults to have a condition involving hemorrhoids. And these are swollen veins in the anus or rectum. Sometimes they're embarrassing to talk about. But very, very common. Up to 75% of adults will experience hemorrhoids. Sitting too long, either at a desk or on the toilet, is a significant risk factor for hemorrhoid. Constipation and diarrhea are both associated with hemorrhoids. So what is the solution for these well, for the 75% of the of adults having hemorrhoids, what is a good solution? Well, avoid sitting for long stretches. Increase ball regularity. There is a really century-old formula, 5,000-year-old remedy in India. It's an Ayurvedic herbal formulation for digestive problems for the colon and intestinal health. And this formula now is available in the United States and it's a blend of 14 different herbs that have been used successfully for thousands of years. You may recognize some of the herbs such as turmeric, Andographis, Coca-Cola, licorice, sarsaparilla, long pepper, curry tree, ginger. These are all valuable herbs, 14 in total, that has been in the Indian Ayurvedic Pharmacopoeia for thousands of years. If you have any kind of digestive problem or diarrhea or constipation, this kind of formulation by studies have shown that it regulates the entire digestive tract. That means from the mouth to the anus, all the way through. And if you have hemorrhoids, you can add French grapeseed extract to promote very strong vein health and healing by strengthening 
the vascular function. If you can find this formulation, this Ayurvedic digestive formula, I would suggest probably two servings a day. And especially taken before bedtime with a full glass of water. It is not a laxative. It's not going to make you look for a bathroom around the corner. You won't have to be afraid to leave home the next day because you might have an accident. It regulates the colon, the bowel, the intestinal tract, and the entire digestive system. Extremely effective. So how do you reduce your risk of heart disease? Well, one way is to eat more fat. Whoa, did I say that? Eat more fat. How can you say that, Terry? Isn't fat the enemy that we should be avoiding? Isn't fat making us fat? Isn't fat destroying our heart? Isn't it clogging our arteries? No, no, no. And even more dairy fat for a healthier heart. Researchers measured the blood concentration of fatty acids found in dairy foods in over 4,000 men and their six, in their 60s. The men were followed for 16 years. And you know what? The heart disease risk was lowest for the men with the highest levels of dietary fatty acids. These results confirm in a 2018 study that was also found that the consumption of full, 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 not 2%, not low fat, no fat, but full fat dairy products protected against heart disease and stroke. And there you have it. That's the end of the story and the end of our hour today. So I'll be leaving you, but I'll be joining you again tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Join me again. And until tomorrow and for the future, remember, you are the only one that can make your body healthier and have a better quality of life. So with that, my friends, say a prayer. Please, prayer, pray for this country. It's an insane, bizarre country right now. We're in dire need of prayer. Bring God back into our society. God bless this country. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.